The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, you might have seen this data from the Department of Integration today 85% of properties pledged for Ukrainian refugees have not been activated. So, over 8 in 10 properties pledged to local authorities up and down this country not activated. Tom McEnany, media consultant and founder of Effective Aid Ukraine is with me. Tom, I know you were on here talking about how slow this process was previously. You're probably not altogether surprised by these figures. Yeah, I think I, I maybe one of the first people to call this out uh, on this programme um, um, only uh, a few months ago and um, saying that what we have from a refugee point of view, from a Ukrainian refugee point of view, um, is not uh, so much a lack of uh, accommodation, but a lack of competence um, when it comes to allocating that accommodation, which is pledged by the public uh, right across the country to refugees. Um, it's an extraordinary situation where you have th- thousands of Irish people who've decided to open up their homes and have the capacity, who have spare rooms, in some cases there are people living on their own, in some cases, their family with a granny flat that's no longer be used. There's many, many different examples. But you have thousands, 9,708, to be exact, pieces of pledged accommodation um, that the government, through IPAS, decided should be allocated through the local authorities. Perfectly reasonable decision. And yet, six months on, because most of these were allocated in the immediate aftermath of the war in March of this year. So six months on, um, most of them, the vast majority of them haven't been allocated at all. So instead, at a time when you have refugees, some of them sleeping in sofas. Um, I was in contact with a family yesterday, um, a mother in uh, uh, Galway, a mother with two children, they're all sleeping in the same bed. And even that accommodation is limited and that they're going to have to leave in the next month. She's crying out to be put into pledged accommodation. Um, this morning, only this morning, we got, I got a, a, a message because we do place some people in accommodation. We're, we're probably the main people bringing Ukrainian refugees into, into Ireland, so we do do some of this. Mm. I got a message this morning from a mother with a young uh, uh, disabled girl who was in college accommodation, and she'd been moved into the hall, uh, a bunk bed, in the hall of an accommodation centre in Carlow. Now, that would be fine if we didn't have space available. We have space available. And instead of taking on the space, which remember, Kieran, is free, you know, and is, is, is much better for the families because they have a support network, you know, families that are trying to help them. And mm. um, instead of allocating this accommodation, we're leaving them in very, very, very expensive, uh, mostly private accommodation centres around the country. Um, and we're just running out of emergency accommodation. And, and might it be the case, though, Tom, that some of the pledged accommodation ends up getting used, you know, through other channels. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'd have known people myself There's who are kind of linked up with Facebook or, or the local authorities go out and maybe it's actually not suitable to put people into the pledged well, accommodation. Okay. There's a couple of things. First of all, for a small number of people and um, uh, that if you wait for months after months after months uh, for the local authority to make contact with you. And by the way, it is local authorities. It's not the Red Cross. A lot of people think this is the fault of the Red Cross. Since March, the Red Cross has had limited responsibility for allocating accommodation, even though they were the ones who took all the names. But I passed decided it was the local authorities. So it's, it's, it's important to make that distinction. But if you've been waiting for months and months and you're keen to help, and m- many, many Irish people are, 
Well, then you're going to find another route. You've got a friend who knows somebody who knows somebody who, whatever, or you contact an organisation such as ours, or 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 some other, or, or or somehow you find somebody you know somebody who's Ukrainian who knows somebody who needs. Of course, some of the accommodation is going um um is going to go elsewhere, but that is because the local authorities have been incapable, incompetent. Mm when it comes to allocating and, the accommodation. And occasionally, Kieran, can I say, the, 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 it gets assessed just in, in response to your point, and it's decided that it's not suitable, which actually I think is a bit ridiculous. Like, I have uh, a Ukrainian lady as a guest in my house in the studio, which has its own ensuite uh, uh, toilet. Mm. Um, it doesn't have a shower, and therefore would be deemed unsuitable. And um, yet that uh, that lady is is delighted to be there. You know, she's living in the centre of Dublin and all yeah. the rest. She's not having to pay rent. So, some of the the, the criteria for deciding su- su- suitability need to be reviewed. But in fairness, if the local authorities and IPAS and the government can't even allocate the 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 free accommodation across the country, yeah, that is suitable. And um, we can hardly ask them to start uh, uh, adding to the list of, account, and, of accommodation that they're not capable of allocating. And Tom, is it just that? Is, is it an incapability or incompetence? Might it be something more sinister? Well, there are only two... Logically, there are only two uh, possibilities, okay? It's either incompetence or malevolence. The, 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 I would like to think that it's only incompetence. I would like to think that the reason Galway County Council, for instance, which has 506 pieces of pledged accommodation available to us, but in six months has only allocated 12. And um, the reason Dunne- uh, Cavan County Council, which has 180 pieces of accommodation, but in six months has only allocated four. And Donegal County Council, which has 351 pieces of, alloc- of accommodation allocated, but so far has allocated zero. I'd like to think it's incompetence. But in fairness, even my 14-year-old son, if given the list of accommodation and telephone and the list of refugees, would probably do a little bit better than zero if given six months to work with. So we have to think that there's a policy in some um, uh, councils across the country, an unofficial policy, by the way, which goes totally against the government policy, an unofficial policy mm. by local authorities, because zero out of 351 in six months, that's difficult. That's quite some accomplishment. That's not easy to do. I mean, when you have the government crying out, when you have IPAS crying out at you, to please will you allocate the accommodation for six months, that, 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 that's quite an achievement. So one has to think that it's a deliberate policy. And I happen to know Donegal County Council is, is one of the more, generally speaking, is one of the more competent councils in the country. There are other ones that I, I, would be more questionable. But Donegal, actually, if you talk to mm. people in this area, would be reasonably well ranked. So the question is, why? Is it that some official in Donegal, and obviously at a senior level, has decided we don't want migrants in Donegal? And that would be the sinister explanation. Now, I do not know, but the fact is nobody knows. And it should be the minister who's answering this question. Presumably, presumably the government has asked Donegal what, what the real reason is. Presumably the government has asked Donegal why it has allocated zero pieces of pledged accommodation and therefore presumably the government doesn't know and if the government doesn't know and if it hasn't asked the question, why hasn't it asked the question? Why hasn't it been, been lighting a fire yeah. under all of the county councils and especially those ones with, with, with suspiciously low levels of allocation mm. of accommodation? Tom, if, I, only for, yeah. if, if, if only for uh, Kieran. Can I just make two very quick points? 
leaving aside the idea that we're leaving refugees in hallways and on floors and on, on sofas and all the rest of it, financially, it makes much more sense to be putting them in free accommodation rather than to expensive private accommodation. And the other thing, just to bear in mind, as an aside, these are the same local authorities run by the same departments that we're hoping will be able to solve the housing crisis. If they can't allocate <laughs> free accommodation, it yeah. doesn't really give you much faith in their ability to sort out the expensive stuff. Tom McEnany, media consultant, founder of Effective Aid Ukraine. Uh, Tom, listen, a pleasure as always, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.